really watch Zardoz after we were talking about it last week. <laughs> well, you give them to me in our drive and I never watched it. You know the thing is, it's definitely not a good film. No. And yet, it is genius. I've, I really have a lot to thank Darren Bland for. I think I've said this on the podcast before. Yeah. But he introduced me to uh, Zardoz. Jackie Chan Kung Fu films okay. and anime all on the same day. Jesus. I know, right? How, what day? Was it a Tuesday? Well, it was. I wasn't at school, so no. I, I don't know. Because I went round to his. I think it was during the summer holidays. It could have been Tuesday. Yeah. Got one in seven chance of it being a Tuesday. But, um, and also. Whether he knew it or not, he did well with Jackie Chan because he started by showing me um, is it called Snake in the Eagle's Shadow? One of those really early ones. Oh, right, okay. Um, and then he showed me Armour <clears throat> of God as a one-two punch. You're like, yeah, cool, I'm in. And then Channel 4 starts showing them uh, at like one o'clock in the morning. So by that point, I watched Project X and Meals on Wheels. Meals on Wheels? Or is it called... No, it's called Wheels on Meals, right? What? It's the wrong way around. The one uh, where him and Cha Young Fat run a burger van and then get into some scrapes. I have watched very little Jackie Chan. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know him and Cha Young Fat worked together, so there you go. Yeah, uh, they were like besties. Uh, They've also both been killed by Bruce Lee. In Enter the Dragon. I've never watched Enter the Dragon. Well, it's just adding to the list of things that makes me sad. Yeah. I thought mm-hmm. everyone would watch Out of the Dragon. Yeah. If only to see the tube on John Saxon and go, pretty good tube job. Right. Yeah. You know John Saxon, right? You know what I'm talking about? He played Johnny Depp's dad in Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's in everything. He's in that great episode of CSI directed by Quentin Tarantino where uh, he goes, uh, <laughs> it's a little on the nose, mm-hmm. but that someone calls him a terrorist and he just goes, do I terrify you? <laughs> Admittedly, he then explodes. Said yes. It's quite terrifying. Quite terrifying. See, anytime anyone ever mentions something being directed by Quentin Tarantino, I instantly go to the episode of ER with the farting diarrhea-ridden Boy Scouts. Who are yeah, and the main one was then hired by uh, Robert Rodriguez to play the kid in Four Rooms. Mm-hmm. There you go. Good for him. Well, you know. Four Rooms is a terrible film, but that Robert Rodriguez section is amazing. And the yeah. Alison Anders one's alright. And the the Rockwell one's alright. Okay, it's only, ironically, the Tarantino section <laughs> that kind of brings that down. Yeah. Anyway. Plus Jennifer Beals in it. I love Jennifer Beals. You know, from Flashdance. Yeah. And the L word, if you get will. I saw that film once. I can't remember much about it. Well, you know, it's like, what would happen if Jerry Bruckheimer made a film for women? No, it wouldn't be very good. But it goes down in history. Right. What are we doing? Oh, uh, um, um, it's your pick this week. Did pick this? Yes. Okay. Multiple, multiple times. <laughs> and then you kept going, we're doing the flame and lips. No, we're doing this, because you picked uh-huh. them. Okay. This is the one you picked. Alright, so it's Ryan Adams, Prisoner. 
Quizna. It's the 16th studio album. His 16th Let's take album. a deep breath there, right? Is it? Because also it might be his 17th, because there was that punk album he released but without his name on it and then denied he was any part of it. But he definitely was. Okay. So like, there's an awful lot of Ryan Adams out there. Especially considering I don't think I'd ever heard of him before yeah, but you, 1989. Well, the the, album. Uh, the the cover album cover, yeah <laughs> nice thing yeah well you know you, you don't listen to music because you're soulless that's really what this podcast is about me proving to myself that you, you actually do you know yeah like music of some description if we could just nail it which is weird because we've never really found an album you like as much as 1989 both versions yeah <laughs> we started out remarkably strong yeah I've listened to them both quite a lot mm-hmm. um yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it's the 16th studio album, released 17th February 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, running time, 42 minutes, 52 seconds. I don't know why. I don't normally put that in my notes, but I did this thing. Well, I tend to write in brackets how long it is, because yeah. if it's over... Excuse me. If it's over half an hour, I start to get upset. Mm. Which is not... I actually like albums to be about 45. Yeah. You know, it's a good to, and that's fine. Yeah. But, like... When it comes to re- like re- doing stuff for this show, I really don't have much time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, excuse me. We should do something by The Locust. They always did very short albums. And their tracks are only like a minute and a half long. I've never heard of them. <laughs> oh, well, I guess that's going to change soon. <clears throat> right. I doubt it's on Apple Music. We might have to do the... Remember a while back I said about the crate digging idea? And I'll literally bring down the oh, crates of CDs that are in my house. Just remember something we mentioned through the house that we have to search for in Apple Music. Yeah, hmm? uh, Mr. Diesel. Oh, Mr. Vin Diesel's album. I guarantee he's not asking people to pay for it. There's no way. Surely there's a VinDiesel.com where he just down, you know, where you can just get it for free. <sighs> Albums. Call my cell phone. Call myself out. Oh, it says Curtis Plum, so that's not Vin Diesel. No, you can't even type. No, uh, gay. Vin Diesel sing, single by Alex Greenick. This is a song called Vin Diesel. That's... Okay, so it's not on here. Aww. Shall we have a quick listen to whatever this is? No, because it's, it's really a song called Vin Diesel. I don't give a fuck. I can write a song. I can write a song called Vin Diesel. And I guarantee you'd hate it. Who's <laughs> <laughs> Curtis Plum? Though? Who's Curtis Plum? I don't know. Who's Harry Crumb? Hip Hop and Rap released twenty thirteen, and track six is called Vin Diesel. No, <laughs> quick click on that as well. Oh. Bad start. I think it's someone at your door, mate. Right, I'm going to skip in a bit. Mate. Okay, I'm stopping on there. Well, yeah, that. it's fucking terrible. Stop it. Well, but <laughs> ironically, probably better than Vin Diesel's album. Well, apparently, it's it's but a thing of legend. There is no. <sighs> Right, anyway, back to Ryan Adams. Uh, the review roundup. Review roundup. Uh, all music, uncut, uncut, uncut. 
I'm cunt. I'm cunt. And slant. I think it's because I was reading slant next and I added the NT at the end of it. So, That's not quite a spooner, isn't it? Okay, right. Let's, uh, let's start again. <laughs> Review roundup. <sighs> Sorry, I've dropped something myself. I know we don't normally do takes, but... Oh, right, I'm not going to cut around it, so it'll be fine. No, I know. I'll try to stop laughing then. Okay, let's roll. What was that? <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> we don't usually do takes. No, we never oh, do takes. I'm corpsing, as they call it. All right. Review roundup. All music. <laughs> uncut and slant. Four mm-hmm. stars. Mojo. Three stars. Uh-huh. Consequence of sound. A... Hi. Uh, Metacritic give it 80 out of 100. 80 out of 100. Charts. Uh huh. For New Zealand, UK, Scotland, Ireland, and Australia, three. And I couldn't find anything for the US yet because I think, well, it's quite a recent release, so they haven't updated that. Mm. So. Um, yeah. Cool. There you go. That's all my. Uh, so, what? You want to. Pre note. You break. You want to break it down track by track now, or you want to? I don't know. I'm trying to think uh, how I it's found out about Ryan Adams the first time. I'm trying to remember. Well, yeah, because that's. I'm just saying. Other than 1989 and this, uh-huh. well, before we did 1989, I had never heard of him. Well, I've got the two disc CD. I've also got it on vinyl, but like that was many years later. Of Gold from 2001. Which came out just before 9 11. Because mm. I remember the music video where he is literally. There's a song called New York, New York. Where he's walking around in the Twin Towers are very obvious in the background. Mm. And that, those sort of things were very close together. So I had I had that. And my dad even had that album because he really liked it. Right. Um, I didn't even realise he'd been around that long. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how he's got 16 albums, man. Yeah, and well, then, that's why it was a surprise. I only realised he had sixteen albums while we're eating notes for this. Mm-hmm. When I was, I was like, "Holy shit, that's a lot!" And then Heartbreaker came out a couple of years before that, but I didn't listen to it till after, and I liked that. And then Love Is Hell Part One and Two, which I don't know if classes as two albums. I mean, it's two albums. Oh, that's two EPs that makes a very long album. Um, and then after that, I kind of. Gave up on Ryan Adams for a while because he started to release way too much stuff. Mm. Like, at once. Because he hasn't released an album in years. And he's still got 16 albums. Yeah, well, it was 2014 was his last album of... His stuff. His stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then 1989 was last year. Okay, so it was not years. I obviously just lost track of that. Well, it's still three years since an original album. So mm-hmm. It's long. Really. He's almost taken as long as the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know. So, any comments to start us off and for the first track? Do you still love me? The first single released seventh of December. Um, I said I wasn't sure. I mean, I, I said I'd only listened to '99, so that's what mm-hmm. I knew him for. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then this sounded. Uh, this, I think it was just the way the drum was around at the start of it, but it made me think of Point Stripes for some reason. Yeah, no, there's a lot of that. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of. Sort of, I was thinking more pop rock 80s, you know, like mm-hmm. Tom Petty, I, I think Don my, Henley. I my notes later on, I think, I could be thinking of the wrong person, but I heard a lot of kind of Springsteen in his voice. Yeah, no, I have that. I have a okay. note about Springsteen later on. 
Yeah. Um, I was about track nine actually when I was. You really sort of heard it more. Outbound train track nine. Nasal Springsteen, my only note for it. Well, there you go. But yeah, it's again, I. I don't know. The thing is, right, it takes a lot of. What do you call it? I don't know. It's not MOR, is it? In that middle of is it middle of road? Is that what is that what MOR stands for? You know, when you think of like Supertramp and bands like oh, that. Okay, yeah. Or is that AOR? I always get confused with all these acronyms. Never heard either of them. Let's have a quick look. This is this'll this'll buy us time on this What's episode. AOR? Anyway. I wanna say it's album orientated rock. Oh. When people used to play album tracks over oh, the radio. I have never heard that before in my life. M O R. Should I type music as well? Otherwise, I'll just get a bunch of random things. <laughs> uh, there's too many companies called that. Middle of the road music. There you go, in the oh, Wikipedia. Yeah. It's a commercial radio format which encompasses several styles. Mm-hmm. Popular in the 60s and 70s. Yeah, well, that's how I sort of, you know. So, what's AOR? Any ideas? No. I, th- I think, just, I, I mean, I did just say, but yeah. I'm, I'm not sure that if I'm right. But where would it be when taking the road into account otherwise? <laughs> <laughs> Album orientated rock. Oh, oh I'm so good. Uh, but I, yeah, no, I mean, this album brings to mind like Fleetwood Mac mm-hmm. and like Tom Petty. Super Tramp at times. Um, no, maybe not Super Tramp. I just like Super Tramp and I wanted to say Super Tramp. How good is, uh, you know, uh, Breakfast in America? It's like the greatest album of all time. I'll take your word for it. So good. It has Logical Sun on it. What more do you need? Who was talking about that the other day? Probably me. I don't know. No. I have a very short potential span. Oh, that's going to annoy me. Uh, well, never mind. Um, yeah, maybe it was you. Because it was recently. And I was talking to you on Wednesday. So yeah, it was probably you. Mm. Okay, well, there you go. Um, but yeah. I, see this. I was kind of prepared for a more downbeat album. Mm-hmm. Because you know, it's kind of... Because if you his, divorced Mandy Moore, you'd be downbeat. Yeah. But, uh, so I'm sort of skipping about my notes here. It didn't really feel that downbeat. He's kind of... He seems to be coping with it quite well. Well, it could have been years. We don't know. I haven't looked it up on the news. Oh, no, I didn't bother that earlier. I just figured it was recent. I don't know. No. But, eh, even then. Um, yeah, he always seemed like kind of a greasy human being. So, you know, he should be lucky to get Mandy Moore. How old is Ryan Adams, do you reckon? I don't know. Well, let's find out. Hey, Siri... How old is Ryan Adams? Ryan Adams is 42. Thank you. Yeah. There you go. She's on fleek right there. What does that mean? (laughs) I don't know. Hey Siri. What does on fleek mean? Here's what I found on the web for what does on fleek mean. Have a look. Oh, thanks very much. Uh, Urban Dictionary, are you at the thing? That'll do. Oh. 
Sorry, I wasn't. I can't trust Urban Dictionary. It's almost always about ejaculating somewhere. Oh. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> yeah. That was just to shit on one's education and pull shit out of their ass and call them words. That's <laughs> <laughs> the top definition. Uh, what? Let's well, find. Another definition is dumbest words to ever surface used by used by stupid dumb fucks. How many thumbs up did that get? Uh, six, almost seven thousand. <laughs> and how many downs? Three hundred and one. <laughs> Dearie me. Um, let's. I've already I've already decided what it means. Okay. As well. it's it's a, an annoying term used by annoying teenagers meant to be on point. Yeah. Look, today my eyebrows are on fleek. Okay. Is there any etymology for it? Probably what? Etymology, you know, how how the word was derived. Uh, no, not an urban dictionary. <laughs> they don't go in for facts or useful stuff. Just uh Just say whatever the fuck you feel like about yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> A shitty word made by shitty people with no fucking lives. Oh thanks very much. Uh, Did you write that and then forget? No. <laughs> I've never um, contributed anything to the internet. Ever. That's a lie. You have a blog. <sighs> it doesn't exist anymore because they changed the format of it and said, can save, can, if you want to keep all this stuff, save it within six months. I find out 12 months later. Well, there you go. Yeah. It's, uh, oh, it was all shit anyway. The little fragments of it I've seen. Terrible. Fragments of shit. Uh, the thoughts of Richard Coburn. <laughs> it's, it's, your, it's your memoirs. It's my new blog. <laughs> On Squarespace. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that. We can start a Squarespace and each have an individual blog wrapped uh, around uh, the podcast. Yeah. There could be pictures of us looking very uh, proper in suits with headphones. Yeah, we could get sponsored by them. Uh, We're never going to get sponsored our, by Squarespace. Yeah. Oh, this just going code uh, fleek. <laughs> it's better than being aural, I suppose. Uh, I really think we should just change the name to audio and <laughs> be done with it. Audio pleasure. Yeah, it's a lot easier. <laughs> as, a, as long as it's always a uh, appc as yeah. an acronym, it'll work out fine. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, aural has got to be one of the hardest words to pronounce in the world. Then why was it oral? Oral. Yeah, yeah, I get that, right? But you can't, because that sounds like oral. Uh, but it sounds like oral anyway. Yeah, I know. But they, that's not the point, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Anyway. Um, We're coming in your ears, not your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I've made a mistake. I can't say coming in your ears. That's too close to a Peter K joke. Because that was from his... Yeah, it was 20 years ago. Still. Fuck that guy. Uh, he literally had one joke that he milked for 15 years. Yeah. And released the same stand-up video with different covers three times. Three well, no, times. he physically did the stand-up again, but in a different well, location. Yeah, but stuff just... You're doing the same shit. That's just cheating. Well, I think the point of stand-up, if you're going to release a stand-up, it's probably do it at the end of a tour. Yeah. Because I remember when uh, Eddie Izzard got into trouble. Trouble. That he was doing bits that had been on DVDs and he pointed out the way he does stand-up 
is he does his stand up until it mutates into something else. Mm. So yeah, you're gonna get that. And I think that's fine. I mean, doing a two hour if I, if someone went to stand up there and talk for two hours, I think it'd be pretty fucking repetitive. Yeah. So if you got two hours of material, you're doing pretty good. A lot of stand ups try to get a strong five minutes. Not like when we saw Stuart Lee that time, he had two and a half hours. Yeah. Of course, he did take that two and a half hours and turn it into six TV episodes, so, you know. So. Oh, no, that is fair enough, but I'm just saying. I, I, I wondered why it was so long, and then you go, oh. <laughs> He's been working hard on a now-cancelled TV show, so that's great. That's a shame. He made 24 episodes. It's more than anyone else has done more time. I mean I reckon that's more than uh, who uh, uh, Dave Allen ever did yeah. and I liked me some Dave Allen back in the day uh, um, where were we in the second track Prisoner oh yeah there's some panning guitars what did you listen on headphones no there's some panning guitars so they start playing in your left ear mm. and then it goes along to your right yeah. did not like that not one bit that's really worse than they were headphones on yeah, that would be disorientating yeah, not, you know, yeah. imagine uh, a child in one of those Tonka trucks you know those little red yeah, yeah and someone's pulling them along as they play a guitar possibly Ted pulling Bill while Bill does a solo and it just runs along past you. That's yeah. how annoying it was. It's like, this is completely mm. unnecessary. Yeah. Speedy Gonzalez carrying Lost Lobos. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Gosh, stronger than you thought, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just fast, but you can lift. It's them. like when Lost Lobos played those body parts in From Dust Till Dawn. Uh, my only note for track two was um, you don't hear enough harmonica these days. Well, you get your fill on this album. Well, yeah, because then it was like, oh, harmonica. And then the second track was like, oh, wow, right from the beginning of this one. Uh, yeah, so Because I, I think there is harmonica in the first one. The first track. I'm, I don't I, remember. I didn't write it down, but there was a lot of harmonica but on I there. I remember when I started noticing it after that. And because I was checking my notes back with the listens, I was like... And oh, these early tracks really push the instrumentation to the front. And sort of bury his vocals a bit, and mm-hmm. I think that's good. Not because he has bad delivery, but as I mentioned to you earlier, I think he's kind of a cliched lyricist almost. Mm. I think that's later on as well. I've got a note. Um, one of the one of his um, lyrics is I count down ticker on New Year's Eve. That's far too overused, the whole New Year's Eve. Thing. Yeah, well, who uses a count, countdown well, ticker? Yeah. How old is he? 97. <laughs> oh, the yeah. countdown ticker's up at zero. Yeah, okay, calm down. Yeah. Bob. Yeah. Um, um, by track three, my notes are simply, well, there's definitely a formula to this music, and I don't think I'm going to have many more notes. Never well, has a note yeah. been truer. There's nothing sort of major going through it. Um, third track was the third single released 19th January. There's a note for you. Just before um, my birthday. Um, that's why I did it. It's for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is sort of the point that I realised, hey, this is going to be a bit more upbeat than I was expecting from an album about divorce. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, 
it's all good. Yeah, but yeah, it's, I, similar. I've got very little notes because it seems to me when I'm enjoying something, mm-hmm. I find nothing to say about it because most of my notes are normally negative and horrible about the music we listen to. This is going to be a tough one because I'm liking it all. In fact, my only note for track four is I think I love this album. My only note on track four was the acoustic guitar seems to be playing debaser by the Pixies. Okay. I was listening to that the other day. Um, Yeah, no, just thinking about it it right now, it's like, yeah, no, I think it's spot on because it goes C, G, C, F, but even with the same rhythm. And all the way through, so you can't miss it. It never stops. Uh, Shiver and Jake, I merely said it was lovely. Yeah. That's all good. Track six, To Be Without You, second single released 23rd December. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is the point where I go. Normally, can like, at the halfway point, I start mm-hmm. to sort of grow tired of it or whatever. Yeah. I, I didn't. And so I know this is an awful music, but this is one of these albums that feel like I want to own it mm-hmm. but I'm not going to own it but I would happily pay for this because mm-hmm. it's just it's just good mm. uh, um, well, I, I, I didn't like track 7 at all that's pretty much my entire note for it and like, um, I like. yeah I was saying that like every track sounds like it could be on an episode of This Is Us which is, I think, his uh, secret tactic <laughs> to trying to get his wife back. Mm. Well, now, well, here's the thing, then. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robin Thicke should listen to his album. And can, if that's can, as your plan, mm-hmm. it's a lot more subtle. I think Robin Thicke needs a lesson in subtlety. Yeah. You should have a listen. Because his was not subtle at all. I have to listen to that shit every fucking morning. Not the whole album. Mm-hmm. But just tippy toes no uh, no. thankfully not fucking tippy toes but it's almost just as bad but on our music and reception it used mm-hmm. to be all randomised yeah, yeah. now it's not it plays in the same order every fucking morning okay. and it's about fifth or sixth track in it's fucking Robin Thick. oh fuck that cunt the track yeah. Anything I Say To You Now all I wrote yeah. in very large letters was Odor of a Lonely Heart uh, and I, I'm not sure if that's I, we don't tend to play bits anymore but uh, okay. you got it yeah oh no I think it's on my eye see oh. what are you doing you just slowed us down sorry I'll dig it right out I'll dig it out of me ass anything I I found it as well. Okay, I'll give you that because I was frankly trying to think of what song this reminded me of. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember listening to this now going, what the fuck is that? Yeah, okay. Oh, there you go. Question, question answer. There you go. Um, Track 8, um, we put it around down, I was struggling to say anything about it because I kept getting sort of lost in this one. Fleetwood Mac, it's all I wrote. Uh, <laughs> I said just, every time I was starting to write notes for it, I just suddenly realised, oh, it's the end of the track, because I was getting totally like, just 
caught up in it, which is also a very good thing. Mm-hmm. Not good for writing notes, but good for music. Yeah. Um, track nine outbound train. This is really just my only note for that is that it sounds like Springsteen. Nasal Springsteen. Um, Broken anyway. I thought musically, mm-hmm. this one was my favorite. Cool. Because just I don't know, I was just something about it. I was like, yeah. I don't think I had anything new to say because I wrote literally nothing. Uh, oh, track 11. Tightrope. Um, at 1 minute and 8 seconds. Oh, this is the one where he's got the countdown ticker. I don't like how he says fuck. He says fuck weird. I don't know. <laughs> does he? I think he does. And it's my opinion that can What track was it? Again? Are you sure he's not talking about Peter Falk? Oh, oh that's a, okay, maybe. Right, I don't... <laughs> Let's get to... Oh. Right, we're uh, 10 seconds away. Aim for the speaker. Better, better. Fuck all the money. Fuck all the money. Mary doesn't like swearing. Fuck. But I could at least say fun problem. Fuck all the money. That's yeah. the scratchiest ass in the world right now. Uh, two fifteen, lackluster sax solo. <laughs> <laughs> should have got Kamasi Washington. In. I would suggest that they should have got the guy from Lost Boys, but there you go. <laughs> no, don't do that. He's got that big belly now. I'll probably give him a heart attack. Oh, but still, wearing the chains and stuff like the guy from Pit Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> he was still rocking that look in Lost Boys too, if I remember rightly. Oh, I can't remember. I've only seen it like twice. Uh, I watched it once and never again, but I'm definitely he's definitely in there as a big fatty. Uh, um, this is coming from a big fatty, so yeah. Uh, I'm fatter. No, I shouldn't be proud of that. Um, track 12, final track, We Disappear. Yeah, they're um, all the same by this point. It's fine, way. but it just made me want to start listening to the album again from the start. That's definitely a good thing. Yeah, um, final well, thoughts. I thought it's... Um, Hi. Hello. Hey, we're back. Cool. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Which may result in the end of this sounding poor. Oh. Right. Anyway. <laughs> so, final thoughts? Um, um, I, think I really liked it. Really enjoyed it. Uh-huh. Made me kind of think, like 1989, where he did a cover of Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. I think I'd really quite like to hear Taylor Swift do this album. Huh. Just go and repay the favour sort of thing. I'll cover one of yours. And then she has a go at it. I think it would be really good. That doesn't seem to be recording. No, it's fine. Like. Okay, yeah. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> I just, I don't know, for some reason I'd really like to hear her sing it. Okay. Which is odd. Um, because one of the things that I randomly listened to the other day, uh, I'm going to say. I don't know. I'll say, because like, his last album, 1989, mm-hmm. which is also a cover album. But I think it was helped by the fact that it was a it was a good album anyway. And yeah, yeah. He did it, and it's kind of like, well, if you get good songs, then covers will be good anyway. Mm-hmm. And that's not always the case. You can get good songs that are terrible. Mm-hmm. And this is off subject slightly, but it's just something that I discovered the other day. And that I heard that um, Bowling for Soup did a cover of um, "I Ran So Far" by Flock of Seagulls. And I was okay. Like, really, that exists. So I looked it up. It's fucking garbage. <laughs> 
And it was bowling for soup, so what did I fucking expect? Exactly. But yeah, um, but anyway. That real big guy still in that band? Well, I don't know if they exist anymore. Do they? I don't know. I mean, you're the one who said it to me. I'm not going to look them up, fuck it. They don't even deserve being looked up for. Not even Siri can help. She's, okay, not, she's not interested. Um, so your final thoughts? Um, right, I've listened to... This, I think this is the fifth Ryan Adams album uh, I've listened to particularly, or like that I've paid attention to over the years. And this one he's sort of taken Fleetwood Mac and the Eagles and Tom Petty and Big Star and just kind of mushed them all together. And the instrumentation and the musicianship is really rather strong. But, you know, I don't know. I, I have an issue with some of his lyrics. Mm-hmm. And obviously... This is really your first Ryan Adams album as him as an artist rather than, you yeah. know what I mean? And it's not for me. So out of the four albums I've listened to, this is my fourth favourite Ryan Adams album. Okay. I'd still give it a three out of five. That's pretty good. It's not bad, but like Heartbreaker and Gold are both five out of five albums. Right. And uh, like Love Is Hell part one. And two, I suppose. Let's just call it love as hell nowadays. You know, it would be like a three and a half, four. Nice. So, it's a good album, but I'm not really going to listen to it because there's, you know, better Ryan Adams out there. Fair enough. And I'm not, you know, you know those people who have to have everything by David Bowie? Yeah. I'm not that guy. No. Give me Hunky Dory and uh, Ziggy Stardust and... Low and Lodger mm, and Scary Monsters and I'm fine fair enough cool because I need a copy of Fame Fame let's get some almost like he's here in the room I know right he, he actually he's inside me as we speak Ooh. oh well I don't think we're doing anything next week officially. I think we're out. So uh, I'm just yeah, we picked anything else. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll be a nice surprise for listener. <laughs> listener. <laughs> listener. Ryan, how you doing? Uh, how's your back? Never mind. Um, oh, yeah, he's having a Tamazapan party, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he is, pretty much. <laughs> on Twitter and Facebook going, fucking volume's amazing. <laughs> Give me more of that. Mother's little helper. Oh. I'm rather upset and comment on his Facebook once where someone said, oh yeah, Valium's great, um, it helped me pass my driving test. And people were like, you're not supposed to take Valium and drive. And like, well I was nervous, and my mum gave me a tablet and didn't tell me what it was until after my test. So she just passed her test while on Valium. Yeah, well you know, it makes you real uh, chill. Yeah, but, oh. Hey, there's nothing wrong with painkillers. <laughs> oh. I never take anything stronger than ibuprofen, so. Ah, uh, yeah, no. It's a shame. Well, that's because I don't go to the doctor. He didn't give me anything stronger than every broken, so I'd buy it myself. I don't know. I was on Cocodamol for a long time, and it was the shit. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we need to figure out what we're doing next, so we Uh, should say bye. Yeah. And then maybe come back just to say what it is so people know. Or maybe I can do it later. I can do it later if I want to. We'll see. see. I I keep meaning to practice the setup at home. So it'll give me an excuse to actually record on it for two seconds. There you go. Nice. Like us. Bye.